Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. from the crossover weekend at Indianapolis uh, with Parker Kligerman, Kyle Petty. Uh, Kyle, no question, nobody was happier to be back home in Indiana than boss Tony Stewart. What a weekend for Stewart Haas Racing. Listen, when, when has Stewart Haas Racing not had a great weekend this year? I, I think when you look at but to come back to Indianapolis, uh, and it's well documented uh, what Indianapolis and that speedway means to Tony Stewart personally, uh, but Chase Briscoe, uh, in the Xfinity race, we see in the cup race at Kevin Harvick, Eric Almarola, Cole Custer. The only one missing is, is really uh, Clint, but, you know, Clint struggled a, a little bit this year. But when you look at the weekend for that that team, that organization, and for Ford Motorsports, Ford's been fast this year, man, at, at some of these places. So, uh, big weekend for them. But, you know, I got to give a tip of the hat, too, to, to Ganassi Racing with Scott Dixon and then with Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth right there could see uh, becoming the oldest winner at Indianapolis Motor Speedway that close to winning that race. He's finished second there a few times before. So I think Ganassi Racing and Stuart Haas Racing come away from Indianapolis both uh, as winners. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Well said, Kyle. You know, on the Stuart Haas point, how cool is it that someone like Tony Stewart, who's been so important to that speedway, on a weekend that something so monumental happened in terms of IndyCar, which he raced in, was a champion of, and NASCAR come together at a place that means so much to him, and then his race team goes out there and, you know, wins two of the races. It's just, I think it's a really cool story. It's something we see not that often in motorsports, is stuff line up like that. So I just think, you know, overall, that was a very cool experience. The only thing that would have been cooler, obviously, is if we had fans there. But uh, I know Rutledge pointed out all the ones on the fence out there trying to see what was happening. So, you know, we know we had their support and hopefully they were all watching TV. But to add your point about Matt Kenseth, a couple years ago when he was in that six car at Indy, for the first half of that race, he actually was someone I was watching because he was flying. He had a chance to win that race back then. Then goes away and said this was a great track for him, comes back and goes up there and has a shot to win, as you said. I think people have slept on him there because he hasn't gotten that win at the Indianapolis, but he, for whatever reason, gels at that racetrack so well. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his style, his laid-back demeanor, whatever. He is incredible at Indy. Maybe he'll have another shot in the future if he continues to stick around, or that's the last one and he can say he got damn close. Well, it's such a feel-good story because, Kyle, what is he, 48, Kyle, 48 years yeah. old? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's a youngster. He's a youngster. youngster yes. <laughs> but, and then you talk about 44-year-old Kevin Harvick. So you had the two old guys battling there at the end. But then, Kyle, you mentioned Cole Custer. The 22-year-old was pushing the 44-year-old. 
So Parker, let's go back to Matt Kenseth. I want to just get all the ages in there. The fact that if Matt Kenseth had won that race, he would have taken a playoff spot, which would have pushed Jimmy Johnson, in essence, even further back as Jimmy Johnson continues to sort of uh, wait out his medical condition. So you really had a lot of factors at play when you figure right now, half of the playoff field is already set. Really? And you, for Jimmy, I, you know, with the tough situation he's in, obviously, you know, very disappointed and to add to that disappointment would see something like, although, you know, I know Matt is someone that he respects a lot and see him go win. It would put him in a tougher position in his final season to be a part of the playoffs, which is unfortunate because Jimmy Johnson at 418 were doing a solid job up to this. I mean, they were very strongly in the playoffs on points you know, there's been times where they've shown the speed to possibly be in conversation for a win this year. So all that is tough. But look, right now, the points battle we have, Kyle, is unbelievable in terms of the amount of the names and the players involved in that playoff points battle. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, anytime we, we talk bubble, it constantly moves. It constantly evolves. And, and we saw yesterday, Austin Dillon, wreck on the last lap, had an opportunity to have a solid finish, maybe gain a few more points, maybe get closer. They have issues. Reddick capitalizes. He moves up a little bit. So we talk about Jimmy and we talk about where Jimmy's at. And we talk about the bubble a lot because that, that's, that's the ones that get eliminated and the ones that move forward. But really, all of these guys have run a lot better, and it's going to be a lot tighter. I know Parker's mentioned it before as we talk about a Bubba Wallace back there, as we talk about a Redick and how that team has run, and he's a rookie, uh, and where they were last year. This format seems to help the smaller teams, and the smaller teams are running a lot more competitive, which is a headache to Jimmy Johnson and the Henrik organization, which is a headache to the Penske organization and, and the Stuart Haas and those teams like that because these guys are taking valuable points uh, that used to the upper teams took uh, and, and the more established teams took. So this is going to continue to be that ebb and flow, but it's going to be tight, I think, until we, we get to that cutoff race. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Well, some other names. Uh, I mean, I'd be remiss if Justin Allgaier, I, you're almost heartbroken for him because it wasn't really of his making, filling in there for Jimmy Johnson in that 48. Um, another great run, Kyle, for Michael McDowell as well. I know you also mentioned Almarola, but um, man, Michael McDowell, the Matt Benedetto. I mean, they are knocking on the door um, here in these races and kind of get forgotten about sometimes. Okay, I got my paper right here. <laughs> Who would have picked Matt Kenseth, Cole Custer, Michael McDowell, Tyler Reddick and Bubba Wallace to take five spots in the top 10 in a fantasy league. Not yours truly. Uh, those were not, would not have been my picks. But, but I think when you look at Michael McDowell, they have put together some top 10 runs. And these teams 
are putting together top 10 and 15 runs. When we look at a Michael McDowell, when we look at a Bubba Wallace, when we look at some of these guys, they are putting together top 10 runs where if we go back 12 months from where we are right now, where we had practice, where we had simula- where we had everything the Hendrick organization and those guys could put into it, uh, these guys were lucky to finish top 21. Not top 20, top 21. If they finished 22nd, it was like a victory for those small teams. But now they are in the top 10, and in the top 10, and they're kicking these big teams out. And I think that is a huge plus for the sport and a huge plus for race fans to be able to see those guys and put another mix of names up in there, put another mix of teams up in there, and give these guys the credit that they deserve because they're all talented drivers. It's a great point, Kyle. And, you know, one of the things that I think people might not understand is why is that happening with no practice and qualifying? What changes? Well, one of the things that practice allows bigger teams to do is use their resources and all of the stuff that they have that the smaller teams don't to perfect that race car. And we, we talk a lot of times in the engineering terms about getting, you know, to the hundred percentile, the performance of the race car. When you don't have that, they can't. So I mean, they're on a good day. Maybe they're at 96%. Well, those smaller teams have that chance of hitting on something and maybe getting closer to those big teams. And I think that's part of what's sort of happening is you're just, the smaller teams maybe didn't get faster, but what happened is the, the bigger teams are not able to perfect everything to the nth degree that they normally can. And so it just brings the field a little closer, adding to that parity. One other thing to add in there is that what happened in the last year is that NASCAR has gone through a major development freeze in terms of what you're allowed to do these race cars and develop to them and develop the different parts and pieces. And I think that has helped the smaller teams as well, sort of close that gap and not allow the bigger teams to get so much further ahead. So all of that is working to cause the great parity that we have. That's been so cool. And, and Krista, you mentioned some of those names up there, like McDowell, Tyler Reddick. I mean, Tyler Reddick is for real. I mean, five races ago, I wondered, all right, Rookie, doing well. Sure, we've seen this before, but can it continue? On the slog of a cup season through the summer, normally that's when it falls apart. Normally that's when the wheels come off, it gets hot, it gets slick, the team you know, isn't quite gelling how they should. But this team, that eight team with Ty Reddick is firing on all cylinders, and it is incredibly impressive to watch what they're accomplishing here. And when you look at Richard Shoulders Racing, they, might, they have a chance to get both cars in the playoffs. I mean, that is something I think when we went into 2020, I had zero expectation of happening. Okay, so let's look at Kentucky this weekend. Obviously, no reason to believe the Harvick versus Hamlin show won't continue. We mentioned Almarola. Parker, is he the next best team right now in the mix? Where's Kyle Busch in this? Kentucky is his kind of trap. Eric Almarola is an awesome thing to see, you know, because when we look at Stuart Haas Racing for a long time, we say – hey, it's all about Kevin Harvick, right? And when are the other guys going to step up? But occasionally we see something out of, you know, Clint Bohr has shown up at times. Obviously, Cole Custer's in his rookie season, so he's learning a lot of things. And Eric has been a lot of times that second car at SHR. But what I'm seeing now is a little bit of a, a speed increase. You know, he led all those laps at Pocono. He's showing that there's maybe a little bit more potential there than they've even been able to show with Mike Bogorevich, easy for me to say, coming on board that 10 car. So I, I think that team is very interesting to watch and is really someone that, or a team that maybe wasn't on a lot of people's radar in that sense of maybe going out there and being one of these dominant cars in the future races. Kyle Busch, on the other hand, I'm perplexed. This no practice, no qualifying should play right into his wheelhouse. This should be something he relishing in. And I don't know if it's an execution issue 
or something, but there, there's something odd there of why he has not been dominant on doing, replicating what Denny Hamlin has done. But I'll tell you this, what he talked about at the beginning of that Indy race with the right front tire and his description of what was happening there, that is so hard to feel what he was describing and just to know that was going on at the point he did that I can tell you that he still has the feel, everything is there. I just think it's maybe an execution issue on that 18. Yeah, it, and I, I agree. You know, and, and you know, I, I think you phrased the question right. Where is Kyle Busch? I, I think the way Parker explains that is perfect because I, I think when we look at Kyle Busch, we talk about him constantly as the driver with the most car, car control, the driver with the most natural talent, the driver that can step across the brink and come back and live to tell about it. And we talk about him with such reverence that in this day and time when there is no practice and you're counting on your driver to jump in that car and do put all of his talents in that one seat and hang on to that steering wheel and make something happen, those guys aren't getting it done. And I can't believe that's because of Kyle Busch. I just can't make myself believe that, that Kyle Busch is not getting the job done. It has to be execution. It has to be the preparation, what they have, the approach that they're taking has to be taking them out. I, I cannot blame any of this. Not that I've seen anything yet to say that this points towards, towards Kyle Busch. And we go back to Eric. And I do believe that Eric is, is strong right now. My only hiccup on, on Eric Amarola right now is I feel he should have won a race or two. And these fives, in this streak of five top fives, I felt like there should have been a victory in there somewhere. And for me, it, it's a huge step forward. Yes, he stepped and separated himself from the rest of Stuart Haas racing. Is he Kevin Harvick? No. Not yet. Uh, but when he knocks off a win or two, then come back and talk to me. But right now, I do believe that's a bright spot over there. But we just got through talking about, at the beginning of this show, the bright spot is Stuart Haas racing this year, especially for the Ford contingent, uh, and especially in recent weeks. They are the bright, bright place uh, for Ford Motorsports, and I, I think Eric's capitalizing on that. Well, next up, Kentucky. No surprise, pop-up storms, summer storms in the forecast. Shouldn't be as hot. Though. I'm sorry, Parker, but can you ah. believe me? It shouldn't be as hot because the drivers in Indy were three degrees away from being a medium-rare steak. Hmm. That's the temperature. <laughs> that is how hot it was at Indianapolis. So we're going to go hydrate right now, get ready for Kentucky. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the racing. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.